0: Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Star Wars Sessions podcast. podcast oh, that he loves a good Star Wars Sessions.
1: Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is
0: the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is what the fun against...
1: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there, he's the big boy of Basildon, he's master Bly Walker, Luke Bly. How
0: are you, my friend? Hey, I'm not too bad, mate boy, I'm not too bad, you know, I've got a cheeky beerio here, uh, and, and, and all in all, you know, life is good. How on earth are you, matey boy? I'm good. You just caught me having a swig of my beerio,
1: mate. A Carlsberg premium export pills in a one point can, uh, by appointment to the Royal Danish Court, no less. Nice. I'm doing alright, mate. I am doing alright. I've had a donut today. Uh, so therefore my sugar levels are good. I've got my beerio. It's another night of talking Star Wars, mate. Honestly, tell me something better than that.
0: Oh, mate. Well, we got a new patron. That might be a good good place to start, you know, a cheeky place to start. Uh, Yeah, no, big shout out to our latest patron, Winnie Akumba, who's joined at the This Where the Fun Begins tier. Mm. Yeah, we love it. We love it. Nice one, Winnie. Thank you so
1: much for joining. As I said, the fun, this is where it's going to begin. Uh, Thank you for joining up. We hope you enjoy the content we've put out, the content we're going to put out, and the content
0: that dropped quite recently, mate, huh? Oh, well, yeah, it's funny that Winnie signs up, because Winnie has been listening to the show um, for a a little while now. Uh, But, you know, I actually know Winnie. I've known her for many, many, many years. She's a very good friend of mine, but she's actually become uh, a closer friend to my wife. Since my missus moved down from Birmingham from the 0121 down to here in uh, sunny Essex, and they're pretty much best friends. So this month, I had Aralie and Winnie on the Journal of Luke Blywalker. Uh, Winnie is well into a Marvel, she likes a bit of Star Wars, but we have a cracking conversation. And guys, I said it on Instagram and Twitter. If you if, if you're gonna sign up and, and listen to something on Patreon listen to listen to that on Patreon because it is hilarious. The girls going on and going off about Kylo Ren in The Last Jedi is pretty amazing. You know as well. It's pretty funny, but I won't say any more. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that.
1: Yes, check it out. I had a little listen as well when it was, when Blado Ren furnished me with that recording. And, uh, it's, it's well worth a listen. Look, I do jibber jab with Jared the Hud. you want to go listen to the Journal this month. That's where this, that's where the fun begins, starts, and ends there. So go check that one out. Winnie, thank you so much for signing up. Guys, if you want to check out our Patreon, see if there's anything on there that you like the look of. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Sign up in the month of March all the way through. And you'll be entered into our giveaway where you can win the Hasbro Mandalorian Dark Sabre. So uh, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Uh, so with that good news, I can in the background hear the mighty bong of Big Ben Kenobi, which can only mean one thing.
0: Bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing, <laughs> bing bong. bong, bong, bong. <laughs> we know we're all here for it. it's a galactic news round. <laughs> bing bong. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch has firmly denied the possibility that he will play Grand Admiral Thrawn in live action, stating there's no way I want to be turned blue and it's not the right time in my life for that.
1: Andy Serkis has now confirmed Snoke's backstory was kept under wraps from him, but also has never confirmed despite his previous statements
0: hasbro pulse has now launched in the uk offering fans unique access to hasbro's collector focused brands with plans to continue the platform's rollout to other european markets hi this is jamie Dew from the duel of the fates audio series and you are listening to star wars sessions Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast.
2: Come with us now
0: on a journey through time and space to the world of the magical and the Star Wars, the Star Wars, Star Wars. You'll trip. Oi, oi, listeners! Uh, We're on our little adventure today. Oh, loud. Stupid, stupid timing. We're on a little, um... Let me start again, let me start again. Forget it. Hello there, listeners. This is the start of our little field trip. Hello, guys. Afternoon.
1: Morning, morning. Where are we, Matty boy? We are currently outside the bus station in Basildon. You may have heard of that before. Luke references quite a lot, and there's a landmark we're walking towards now, isn't there,
0: mate? Yeah, it's the, um... Her Majesty's Royal <laughs> Gregs,
1: by yeah. by order of Her Majesty apparently old Lizzie comes down there quite a lot she
0: likes a sausage roll yeah <laughs> yeah oh lo- well, she loves a sausage roll <laughs> she likes um, a pack of donuts sir. right okay there's only three people allowed in here so shall we wait until one of them goes yes. so let's wait for we're just going
1: to hang around
2: so we'll hang around and
1: basically we're going to uh, we're going to decide what we're going to get we're going to plan our, our after format. you mate, yeah. Thanks, mate.
0: I'm looking at the donuts. Last time we came out, we have got a four pack of donuts, and none survived. I know it's ridiculous, isn't it? It is crazy. Yeah, we are, mate. Yeah. Oh mate, it's only three. There's only three people allowed in the shop, but um, a contingent of people just turned up. (laughs) It's like loads of people. Let me just pause it, and then we'll go order. What you got, mate? We're in. I've got a a sweet treats box. It's two.
1: Caramel donuts, donuts a donuts.
0: strawberry donut, and a choccy donut, mate. Four of them. Naughty donuts. None will survive. I'm gonna get a coffee. Are you gonna get savoury? I might get a sausage roll. I, yeah.
1: I think I'll get one of the Queen's face as well, mate. Yeah.
0: I'll get a sausage roll and I, I'm gonna get a cheeky drink as well.
1: Here we go. So this is. It's a... been
0: so long since i have come to a Greg's, isn't it, Matt? I
1: know. It's just sessions on tour. We haven't been here for
0: so long. <laughs> That'll be like 72 hours. I it's something.
1: literally about three days. <laughs>
0: Literally, literally. Lovely. You naughty boy. Alright, all so. let's order. I'm gonna get. You alright? Can I have a. Uh, do you want a sausage roll as well? Yes, mate? please, mate. Two sausage rolls. Yes. We'll have a mocha. A regular mocha. Regular mocha. What do you want, and mate? And a caramel latte, please. Caramel latte. Yeah. Can I please? Yes, please. Yeah, that's alright. And if I can do my old Greg's app, you know I love the Greg's app. Yes. We love the bargain. I love a bargain. Oh, now do it now. Do it again. Thrifty (laughs) rest. Yeah. Lovely, beautiful. Is that all right? Takes a while with the add. Pork encased in pastry. Yeah, now you can put it under the Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love it. Right, got a cheeky mocha. And this will set us up for the conversation. This will,
1: mate. And this will finish it off.
0: Yeah. This will be the middle
1: and the end. Thank you. Yes, please.
0: I'll, I'll grab you those. those. Right. So we've got the Greg's. Yes we've mate. We've secured the package. Now what are you getting?
1: We're in the pound shop mate. I've come to get batteries, but I've actually ended up getting some guilt free skinny whips which are mint and dark chocolate snack bars less than 99 calories so <laughs> it's me trying to fool myself that I'm going to lose weight and Luke's just told me to put some back because they might not taste
0: nice uh, no I said but they might suck Yes. it so I put Matt, one Matt back. like piled up three boxes of these <laughs> things I was like but you've never tasted them before so what, rather than buy yeah. 50, 15 bars I only got 10
2: <laughs> <laughs> only got 10
0: oh, I so yeah we're, we're in Pound Shop which we call in Britain Poundy the Poundy yes the poundie.
1: yeah and it's the kind of place where you can walk in and see like skinny whips and think oh, I'm
0: the kind yeah. of guy who needs those I'm looking at masks thinking it's the kind those? of place that um, gives you happiness exactly it
1: is it's everything
0: you could ever
1: want cheap <laughs> yeah right you've heard our exploits of what we're doing what we're actually doing is we're going to
0: record our main discussion in a park Luke yeah we are we are Matt <laughs> because, <laughs> because, because you can you can do that. Well, what we Matt and I have started going on walks <laughs> because you can do that. Yeah, we're under 11. the rules and we were like, "Do you know what? Why don't we go to a park and just record a show mm-hmm. on a bench?" Um, particularly this episode because we're talking about the art of the Mandalorian book, yes. right? Season 1. Season 1. And um there's a lot to talk about and it would be really difficult. I feel like it'd be really difficult mm-hmm. to do this over like Computers virtually, yeah. right? No, we would do. Um, plus, got yeah, we've got one book.
1: we've got one. Thank you so much for the guys over at Abrams and Chronicle for the copy. We are so appreciative of this absolute beauty of a book. So, we've come together to. We've both read it, we've both made notes, but yeah. we'd have to somehow get a digital copy and read it online, and we'd be like, I'll oh, go to this page, and it'd be a bit naff. So, we're like, let's just do it in Gloucester Park, yeah. overlooking the sporting village, whilst you've got joggers running past. And it's a bit of a it's a crisp day, isn't it, mate? It's, so, it's yeah. not.
0: Well, it started raining today. <laughs> I was like, "Dude, are we going to be able to yeah, do it? Should we push this back?" And it was hammering it down, right? But now it's like it's there's sun, but there's cloud. It's there's there's a there's a field. There's football pitches here. Yeah. There's um, puddles. There's puddles. You know, it's a, your typical English day, really. That's isn't it. It's it a typical British day.
1: As you've heard, we've had our coffee. We've left the poundy, and um, yeah, we wanted to get stuck into this book because. It's it's been out for since November now. It's yeah. been fairly hard to come, come by, just commercially. You know, and we, we know a lot of people who've tried to get their hands on it and haven't been able to. So we we've, we've been again. Thank you so much to and Chronicles. So we've many been so people. So lucky to get this, and we wanted to give it the due credit and respect because spoilers up top. This book is incredible, mate.
0: Yeah, I think it's amazing. I think it might be one of the best. Honestly, I'm that's not, not I'm not. Just, I'm, is, not yeah. I'm not just saying that. It, <laughs> and I think we're going to go into it. And we're going to give specific reasons why. Yep. Um, but the artwork itself is gorgeous. It's it's amazing. The team have done a great job. Um, this was written by Phil Zostack, uh, Zostak. Zostak. Um, and forward by Doug Chang, our boy. Big boy, Doug Chang. Prequel. Cool. Prequel cool, Mandem. Prequel cool Life. Um... You know what I was thinking the other day. I'm so glad we watched the prequels when we were kids. <laughs> Why is that, mate? I just am. I'm just really proud. I'm <laughs> no, proud to be a prequelist. No you man, know? So I like right. to be... it's It's part. Of, I it's,
1: love it. It's all, it's, it all counts. It's all part of the law. But that's when. Uh, oh, I'm not going to get myself down a rabbit hole here. But that's when Star Wars felt fun, almost like the prequels had that fun, adventurous tone to them. I think.
0: Also, the internet plays a part in that, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was right? just before the dark times. But this is fun. Like, like, this is... It just feels different, because this is, obviously, now we're adults and we're doing like a podcast about it. We're a lot more in the yeah, Star yeah. Wars, course, you yeah. know, uh, stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, well, We've had years for that to kind of absorb the prequels for what they are. Yeah. Yeah. But it's nice to be... Uh, do you know what? Just on a side note. See, we're in person now. Yeah, I can see So it. you can see we've how much I dart around. My mind darts around. Um, it's nice to be outside, isn't it? Oh mate, honestly, this is mental.
1: The last time we did a live show for the main show, we were in we were in Shay Bly, sitting opposite the um we're sitting opposite him on his uh, on his dining room table. Yeah. Uh we've done pubcasts for our patrons, we love those, but it's nice to be able to get out and about no, and do This a is show. special.
0: It's nice, mate. This is special. I reckon it's it nice. might get a bit nippers. That's but, all right. That, you know, the listeners can't tell that they they can't. We're tell. professional. They can't tell. <laughs> um, where should we start, man? Because I've got you've got some notes. Yeah, I've man. got some notes on this amazing book. Ooh, the
1: the information. I mean, the main information I gleaned from this was we've we've looked through this book. It's a right. big old tome, and it's Doug Chang has basically said the amount of work that went into the into the Mandalorian season one in such a constrained amount of time. There's a short amount of time. They were yeah. working on the rise of Skywalker well. at the same time. A feature film, he says, takes four to six months of initial design. So, getting the art sorted out, getting the concepts down, yeah. getting them started and then down. With The Mandalorian, I had six weeks, mate. Six yep. weeks to get the whole look of this show, the first ever live action six TV weeks. series.
0: Six weeks. Six to weeks. But get you, it off the ground. T- just to expand on that, the plus side is that this is set a few years after Return of the Jedi. Yep. Yeah. So, like, the aesthetic original trilogy. Right, yeah, like, yeah. The, the, the tone original trilogy, you've got, wanted, nailed, it, right? it, you you've got that one, right? you got exactly, and the you've got some um quotes and whatnot from Favreau, Filoni, yes. all the guys in here that we're going to dive into. Yep, but but generally speaking, of course, they're going off that original trilogy vibe, right? Yes. However, the, the the effort and what I got from this map from this book is the love Mate. and the passion. Is ridiculous, and I'm going to come out right now. you Swinging, I'm swinging, <laughs> mate. It feels to me like way more love and care went into this than Rise of Skywalker, and it, dare I say, even some of the other projects. Well, Doug Chang himself said he didn't say anything about
1: the, that film, but he said they were working. They were like they were deep into the Rise of Skywalker. They were working on that, and they were doing the art and uh, designing and creating for that. And then the the Mando's come along, and you know, I de- ordinarily. You know, they'd be stretched, the amount of work would be too much. But they said they they loved the Mando so much, and he even said this is his favourite project to have worked on since working at lucasfilm period and he's been there since the mid-90s yeah this is his favorite thing to work on so they were
0: already working on the Rise straight of Star up and you think of how much stuff like rogue one solo force Freakles, awakens yeah. he's done stuff for the animated shows yeah. as well right yeah, you yeah. know like and to straight up say the mandalorian this is this is special right yeah. i think you know so that's that i think that's a solid introduction to this book because matty boy i think this is gorgeous yeah, is. um do you mind if I kick things off you with, with my first my friend. little note you do so you want, my friend. if you turn mate to page 20 for us page right? 20 rest, I can rest that page on my knee on my big fat knee oh,
1: look at um, that
0: look at that right okay so what we got here this is great Dave Filoni his first sketch of the Mandalorian, yeah, right, and he's describing it. I tended to do a lot of little sketches on the plane, yeah, right? trying to figure thing. out interesting moments for the pitch. John loves this one, and it's basically you've got two um, pictures here. You know what we should do? For this episode, mm-hmm. we should put on like, our Instagram, like the photos we're talking about.
1: Oh, Timestamp here. Yeah. These are the photos we spoke about. So yeah. listen and watch. Yeah, we'll do that. Should we do that? We'll do that. And as well put we... it
0: on our stories or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. So I'll take photos along the way. But
1: that picture, yeah, he yeah. he said that was one of the first pictures, if not the first picture, he did. Yeah. to capture the vibe of the Mando. Was and it's spot on. One.
0: And it's it's it- pretty much there, isn't it? All all you've got is this is clearly a Boba Fett.
1: Yep. Well, it's Mando. It's 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 the picture of Mando looking at the floating pram with, with yeah. the cot, which we know Baby Yoda's in, and what yeah. looks like a, a sun in the background. Like, a, um, so that was the idea. The genesis of the show originated from Filoni saying, "Right, well, we've got a ba- a Mandalorian. There's a floating cot. That's yeah. the story." What what does that mean? He yeah. says, "Is the kid floating that ball?" And what does that mean? Exactly. That was the, and that was that was the genesis of the of the whole show. And I, I, I love that, mate. I love the fact that just that one sketch and right at the beginning as well, the first major picture in this book yeah. is a picture of is Boba Fett's helmet. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's someone holding it. You can't, but you can't see who's holding it. It's mental. Um, and they said, well, this was the whole mystique of the whole, the mythos of the whole thing was yeah. who's holding this. Uh, and you know this is this is the so It's going to look like this. Who's holding it? And I love that. It's they, early early on the story's figured out. Yeah, and they based they based all of the art on Boba Fett to start with. Yeah, sure. All of the original concept, basically Boba Fett, which is which is fine because they that's all they had to work off. Yeah, it's great how it evolved.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's gorgeous. Absolutely it. gorgeous. What, what's your uh, next point, mate? Um, I just like the,
1: um, the evolution of the Mandalorians, mate. There's a lot, um, they, it's, it's throughout the entire book. But we start off with, like I say, just all the Mandos kind of looked a little bit like Boba Fett. Yep. And then as we go through the book, they start to get different sigils they start to get like bigger in size yep. they start to beef have cakes, different colourations they, they become beefcakes like Favreau himself yeah, and, they, and, f- and Filoni Shout even said out. that it's, this, it's on page 24 this is actually the image Filoni said this picture challenged him to basically come up with greater designs because there are it's about basically about seven Mandalorians and our boy Din holding Baby Yoda in an homage to the Lion King and he didn't want them all to look the same, so we had to kind of give them different colourations and make right. them look different. Otherwise, this show could be a bit naff. If they all right. look the same, They you don't know who they are or what's underneath the helmet. So I love that. I love the fact that Filoni is now being challenged to himself. Right. And just just every picture I look, like these kind of style of artwork, this particularly dumb one was done by um, Brian Matias. Yeah. It, look at it. It's a painting, man. It's concept and I,
0: art. And this is a this is art. And Mattias as well goes on to say that... Um, it was the mandalorian mercs they inspired yeah. the variation the mercs, in the yep. in in the mandalorian right so you have a cosplaying group inspiring and really contributing to what's been one of the most successful projects to come out of lucasfilm ever yep that's mad and that's right what we a cosplay group
1: and the 501st was it, they they were there on set as well weren't they for yeah. the scenes on uh navarro because they needed more uh, stormtroopers so they said one we get one to get these guys yep and so i, I love that and another thing Floney said which I found interesting because a lot of this book he harkens back to how his time within animation so Clone Wars and Rebels yep. but he says with Rebels he was very he was almost like a micromanager every time somebody gave him a story he was like right what is that there what's this all about what are you trying to get from this what does it mean Yeah. I don't just want a story about a force sensitive kid again we've had that he said with Mando though and with John's approach it was a lot more loose it was yeah. they, they were willing to see where this story went so they came they had the concept art they knew what they knew they had little baby Yoda but where did the story go from there? And they let themselves be governed by the creatives around them. And yeah, Shang says that it, John was like so George collaborative. in that sense as well.
0: Yeah, it's so mm. collaborative. And yet, Doug does say something yep. like that, doesn't he? he? Um, George was very much. He,
1: George had his vision, but he he would also take suggestions from those around him right. to shape the shape the law, which is what John has been doing. Which I love hearing that kind of stuff, man.
0: Right. And it. it I'll be honest. The Mandalorian screams that. Yep. It screams. Ah, oh, how, how do I how do we put it? It's just it different feels ideas so right. There? Yep, it feels so right. Do you reckon it's going to rain? It, it's getting quite overcast, but we'll we'll go through. We'll power through. Electra if so, we'll pause. Through. Yep, and we'll run away <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. Right. So I've got another little note here, right? That I thought was really interesting. Yep. What is it? Thirty-one, page thirty-one. Turn to that page for us, page mate. Thirty-one.
1: Boy. So just a couple of pages round.
0: Yeah. So. What's this? Oh, it's look at that. so it's all coming together, right? Oh, this is yeah, all I've got on the, well. the Mandalore, You noted this as no, well. I've got this as well, man. This was so cool, and this was something that I didn't notice about this bit of art was that they're, they're taking bits from like the Star Wars universe. Yep. So, for exa- example, the uh, pauldron, the shore trooper pauldron yep. from Rogue One, right? So the bit that's on his shoulder. Yep. Is being used for Mando's armor in the in the first episode, in the first chapter, when he's just got like that kind of like low level, that beginning yeah, armor, it's, it's a ragtag kind of yeah. armor. Yeah, and it's like, oh my days, that's so good, that's mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. and that's so RPG, that's so like a yep. role playing game. You kill mm-hmm. someone and you take a bit of their armor yep. because, well, you would, yep. right? It's,
1: it's up, whether it's a trophy or because you need it, right? Basically, I yeah.
0: think it's like, the latter for yep. this. It seems like that, and that's what they were going for so cool just and this is kind of bouncing off of what you've said is that it's this this progression this evolution of the 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 armor design but even with the Mandalorian himself even with Din himself that's evident in this book and once again when we we reiterize this is a short space of time they're doing this six weeks you can see the passion yep because it's just seamless. It is seamless. I loved that. Um, who was it? Uh, Matthias as well was saying he was playing around with a different colour visor. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, this one, I wanted to go for like a brown, like yeah. one. And he was like, do you know what? Just didn't want like that brown with the, or yeah. gold with. Like, the silver just doesn't work. It's black, and, yep. you know... And,
1: and it works, man. And there's a lot of Rogue One references in this. I noticed. There's a lot of unused concept for Rogue One, which has bled into the Mandalorian. Yeah. And they also uh, took a lot of inspiration from Rogue One. And I found that to be quite interesting. Because, obviously, it's, it's the O.T. aesthetic, like you mentioned, what Favreau wanted f- all along. But going through this book, they took a lot of uh, ideas from Rogue One. And, again, time. they had a sh- they only had a sh- very small window to get this turned around in. So they're going to go back to potentially more recent things which I can just grab the ideas from or potentially go to the costume department and actually gr- literally grab them but I love that they're just they're reusing these and, and it gives the storm Tro- the shore troopers and the death troopers yeah um, just that extra bit of uh, extra bit of law and an extra bit of place in the canon to know that when you see Mando in those opening episodes he's got like looks like the was the Stark troopers death troopers codpiece and the pauldron from the shore trooper yeah so there's a bit of them on him somewhere and his evolution as well I love it almost it always started off you know, it started with Boba Fett, but it very quickly progressed into like, Din as we, the man that as we know him. Yeah, and I really, really uh, like that and how we end up. We went through five stages of planning and development to get to Din. Yeah, um, but what didn't take it what wasn't quite as easy was uh, was Baby. No, There's a nightmare picture in this where yeah, Baby Yoda is a human. Do you know what page it's on? I don't, but I'll, whilst, we, whilst we're talking, I'll find it. But Baby Yoda yeah, is an actual human baby, and it is absolutely you know, terrifying. I've seen it
0: before. I've seen this before. I think it's toward the end of the the, end of the, the first the one, yeah, for a second. Yeah, on, yeah. let me have a look. He is a uh,
1: nutty. And we love Baby, but I do not want to see Baby looking like It's crazy how,
0: how like wrong this could have gone oh, with mate, the child. Right? Honestly. Yeah, It's absolutely mad. Page seventy six. Look at that nightmare fuel. Page seventy six.
1: Then you get a cute one of him with his with the helmet on.
0: Yeah. It's... Yeah. And you can tell that... What was it? This is the one where John Favreau says, yeah, the first one um, I did... So this is... Christian uh, Oldsman. Christian Oldsman yep. says, the first one I did looked almost like a human toddler <laughs> in makeup. We were just gro- groping around in the dark and it seemed like Favreau had such a strong negative reaction. <laughs> Not that he hated it, but he's like, no, I wanted this thing to look like Dark Crystal or a handsome yep. style Great. puppet, right? and it's like spot on spot on because that's exactly what baby is and do you know what Matt on the weekend I was speaking to some friends on Zoom and they were even saying who's cuter baby Groot or baby Oda?" and I said I went it's not a competition come on and it's not even a cut co- and loads of people like nodding. I was like, "Baby Yoda, Grogu. He's a bit, he's a bit wooden.
1: He group and there's the picture on page oh. um, page eighty.
0: <laughs> Here he is as our boy. Did anyone notice how that joke? He's a bit wooden, did it? Does he? Was that
1: was that pu- yeah, purposeful? He, was he, that, that an accident? Be, wasn't he? He meant
0: to be purposeful. Sometimes oh, right. I'm too too clever, and You're funny too for my own clever good, mate. for your own good. Um, but, the but they. But I tell you what, right? They were saying, I made the point of I think it's Grogu as well because. A lot of the time, he's practical. Yep. I said, I think there's just something else that resonates in our brain, even if it's subconscious. And when
1: you can, see, when you can see, because there are moments where you can tell it's, it's uh, CG, CG Grogu But when you see him walk in, and the amount of people who worked on him, like, there was how many people were uh, controlling him at one time? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, each eyebrow had about three people working. But um, Christian Artsman basically went back to the well and he found the picture. He drew the picture, and it's Baby Yoda sitting in the sand as we now know in page 80 and that is that's the one and they said as soon as John saw that he knew that that was it that was it that's what they're going to go for that's what they're
0: modelling of and
1: the evolution and they they talk about how they wanted him to be like a child so he's only got a few teeth like a little toddler would do but they didn't want him to be too cutesy
0: no they didn't
1: want him to be like um, the cute baby who's uh, clearly only there to sell toys right Baby Yoda's done a great job of selling toys but they wanted them to feel like part of the story. but that wasn't as well.
0: priority. No, it wasn't. the Priority wasn't that. They didn't do yeah. it for that that's, reason. That's the reason is for the story. Yeah, and that's what we said with First and, along, and foremost,
1: anything can be in the story, but if it's there, like we had, we said this, like with Jedi. If it's there solely to sell toys, uh, then in place of story, then you've already fallen fallen flat in my in my opinion. But, yeah. You know, yeah. like the porks they, the porgs made sense in the story of Octo. They were that they were indigenous to the to the plot, but they weren't big like Baby Yoda was, so they could make the porgs a bit cuter. Yeah. Baby Yoda is integral to the story. You could you couldn't just have him, you know, being cutesy all the time, even though he is to the point where he starts eating the eggs. People didn't like him.
0: No. So no. No. Went no. Oh, well. Yeah. We say people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: Like the backlash against our Baba. Yeah. Take that back. But honestly mate, I, uh, there is I was so much stuff stuff in here. And there was a I there was a couple of images I really liked in here, but what about if you have you got any images that you just saw and you were like, Whoa. Wow.
0: In the whole book? Yeah. I I've written loads of stuff down. Um I think, for me, it's all just the Western vibe, especially the early on stuff. <laughs> like, even here with Coel, like, meeting and stuff. Oh, i tell you one voice. thing. I like... Because I won't do... I don't... I can't pick a favourite picture. That it's I tough. Can't, it I can't hard, pick mate. a favourite I mean, this picture. this one's great. Look at that one! Like, right. Double the, page It's just blown Greece. over. Right. Hang on. Let that me is. let me move this over to... Fountain of filth, this is. I'll tell you what. Later on, in, in 36, right? Page 36. So, this is way back, right? But, yep. um... We have the Razor Crest interior on page thirty-six. Oh, a bit windy! Yeah, Storms are coming, it. Annie. <laughs> <laughs> better get better get home, Annie. Here we go, oh, my bones are aching. <laughs> um, I love. Where is it? There's a quote here. Here we go. Right. So this is by Ryan Church, and he says that the inspiration for the interior is from the International Space Station.
1: No, no so it's yes. Star
0: Wars and the ISS and I thought that was really cool but it worked but you think about it and it's think, like well, yeah that works why it's, it's relatable well, haven't we thought about that before right it's yeah. relatable it's like oh yeah that kind of makes
1: sense one of the other um, things I enjoyed was the cantina the bar in episode one where Mando yeah. makes that iconic appearance his first appearance that was based on Quint's yeah. ship in Jaws yes yeah. and I was it like did.
0: it did mention I, that I yeah. never knew that and now I got, when I went back to watch it yesterday I was like Oh I yeah I can see
1: this now Oh yeah
0: <laughs> Do you know what Page 49 for me mate And then this is This is one of my favourites Okay so I love the ships by the way Ships are great oh, Some of the
1: ships man. Some of the bounty hunter ships There's like X-Wings And the Nab- Naboo starfighters, mixed Buildings, together
0: arch- Right 49 There's a mention here Right from Eric Tiemann's okay? And he says this was early exploration of the igloo metaphor with the added Star Wars Gak. <laughs> uh, I was intrigued uh, with how flat this planet was. Yep. So this is the ice planet at the yep. start of Mando. And he basically I goes go on to too. say that, um, hang on, and it being a windy place, a windy planet, maybe the igloo forms could be aerodynamic. Mm-hmm. Yep, so right? they're thinking about this. So they're thinking about the environment. Yep. The architecture yeah, is actually... Real life. It's, it's relevant not, as well. It's not just a random Star Wars it's design. It's not just it's like, oh, no. this looks pretty. Let's put it in there. Right, yeah. right. It's way more than that. It's way more than yeah. that. Very cool. And
1: that's a good shot as well. I love this image here. Like the uh, this the whole I love Vista shots where you can see like, everything.
0: Yeah, and, wide angle. And wide well, angle bad boys.
1: Yeah, and one of the ones which I absolutely dug was from um, your favorite episode. Uh, so as it were, hell yeah, which is episode four, which four? was the B. B. Ray Dallas Howard episode Sanctuary. But I liked Sorgon I thought Sorgon was lovely And I thought it looked good
0: Sorgon's great But there's a
1: shot in this book And it's right there It's It makes Sorgon look sprawling And bigger And beautiful gorgeous What
0: page is that? This is
1: 140 I believe
0: 140 That is and absolutely it was, stunning And it
1: shows these peaked domes And again it, it plays into what that you said that they wanted, stunning They wanted that Star Wars aesthetic But at the same time They wanted something a little bit more different And I've said before I've always loved That's the great. idea Of I don't, uh, grass in Star Wars I don't know that makes no sense whatsoever, but a gr- I love the idea like of a lightsaber up against this kind of background. It's a bit endory, but it's yeah. not. Yeah. It's like Takadana y, endory, but those, the peaked domes, like a meringue top or a Hershey's Kisses, yeah. Classic. just make this look incredible. And they made it look a little bit bigger, but I like, I love the look of Sorgan. I think this, the look of Sorgan is wonderful. I really, and I think this book does it justice as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's so nice. And that's one of my favourite episodes. Yeah, yeah, I know you love it what for me what that goes to show is that you can have a grass planet and it will still be different to Endor yep oh yeah yeah right you can have an icy snowy planet but it will be different to Hoth. Yep. You know, it's so there's so much range. It's not just like simple forests and yep. whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's I different. You could have Takodana and you don't
1: think, "Oh, this is
0: this looks exactly
1: like Endor." Exactly, but, it's um, different. Yeah. It's
0: completely different. A fun fact, yeah. which
1: I know came out originally, because when Carl Weathers was first announced on the cast, yep. he, he came out and said, "Well, I was, I, was, uh, I was originally behind a mask," and we covered this on our show. Well, apparently, Carl Weathers was originally going to be un- <laughs> under makeup, but now he's not, but now he's not going to be because they said, "You've got Carl Weathers." Why are you going to hide his face and he was originally yes. going to be a weak way yes, which i always yes. thought was a key, because we say like key over here qa is wise yeah but a weak way can you imagine i can't imagine like grief Gaga, grief Gaga, being a weak way you know again that's the thing is you get car weathers why and we've said that about actors before in amanda like if you get certain people like rosario dawson you don't dub their voice just because why get them you get car weathers you don't you don't hide car weathers yeah. voice because car weathers it's Carl Weathers, he's a king. Right, right. I can't imagine there's a weak way, but it's a little, little... And I know that was out there as well, but the, loft the book cat has well, some great page Page
0: 141. I get baby,
1: went to go petting. loft pet cat. Him. Yeah, kitty,
0: from kitty, Rebels. That's it. Oh, yeah.
1: And that was fun. He says, yeah, uh, the baby rushing towards it saying, kitty, kitty. And then, obviously, the loft cat was going to chomp on baby Yoda. And um, there is uh, Mando's love interest, potentially, as well. One of the first... Uh, iterations of oh yes, she's yes. got no shoes on, but she obviously has woken up or something.
0: The babe from chapter four, the
1: widower who man almost took his uh, helmet off. Four,
0: yeah, yeah, bless him. You reckon? Dire- he's- <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to say it as well. What, you,
1: you-, <laughs> you reckon he's going back to <laughs>
0: Band for <a> us? <laughs> yeah, I do.
1: Yeah, that would again it ties in.
0: It would tie in nicely because you know? I think one of the things that I get from this show is that the, one of the themes is family. Yep, yeah. and I think that. Yeah, I, th- I think she's definitely a love interest or something. I don't I know. know. I don't know. Could be. Could be. You know that episode nine, um, that post episode nine <laughs> shot. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the other thing as well. Doing this in person, <laughs> I mentioned episode nine. Matt looked at me like, like with dread. Just don't. Like, well, what are
1: you going to mention about Rise the Sky? Like, oh, oh, so like, good. Before we got on air, we had we had a, we had a good chat. It would have been brilliant to say for the show about about the sequel trilogy and, uh, and yeah. things like that but nothing yeah. bad don't worry but we had a great chat but as soon as you mentioned I was like where are we going with this well, we love it don't we we no, love we, it don't we, we. Right, we like what, what
0: else what else you got down no, Dan? Um, bad boy uh,
1: quite a lot mate just, just little things like I found out Peli Motto was based on Louis from Taxi which is Danny DeVito's character
0: right uh, Right. I read that as well yeah Amy Sedaris
1: uh, um, not Sidaris. is it Amy Sidaris? I think so uh, she might be the director but a, one of the, uh, a woman with a similar name but she didn't know anything about Star Wars but they said if you've seen Taxi and you know Danny DeVito's character just be him basically so i like that toro calican basically st- went through like loads of different like j- cowboy designs yeah before they ended up on this fairly kind of like standard uh design as well
0: basically the, han solo diet han solo lights exactly
1: yeah. uh the mercenaries from the prisoner episode they got those pretty spot on from the start the original concept was kind of how they ended up um on the show which i thought was pretty cool as well um Uh, there was this it was the and the evolution of characters I've got there the evolution of Cara Dune because they said they originally wanted Gina Carano in the role yeah and you can see how it obviously ended up being Gina in within the concept but you just see how she changed from like her build and her hair she had the um, Martez sisters haircut and how she changed to becoming more like of the Cara Dune we know yeah and I love seeing that because again speaking speaking about the character of Kara Dune, I loved the design of Kara, and too. They, they even said in it, they said, you know, Gina's got such a presence that we wanted to find a an outfit that complimented her. Yeah, and I think they got the
0: costumes I think got it Bang on.
1: Bang on, man! I Especially
0: because really we've discussed this before, like her build, you know, yep. it, as well. It's it, yeah, really, really cool. Really yeah. cool.
1: No, yeah. There's, there's, and that, so I, I, I love like the evolution of the different characters um, in this and you were mentioned in the turnaround as well the first draft of episode 1 was given to Dave Filoni on the on 25th of December 2017 so 10 days after The Last Jedi so yeah. just enough time for the discourse to really start Yeah, Favreau was like she's crazy exactly. right Favreau yeah. was like here you go we'll, we'll, we'll save this apparent mess here you go Filoni so within that short amount of time they're getting the concept art done Favreau's having to write this thing And, it, and this book goes through the, the pitching process as well like How they pitched the story to Kathleen Kennedy How the meetings went Kathy's original um, thoughts about it And how basically as soon as they showed her some of the concept art For the first episode She said yep Go make it And I
0: thought that was great it's I thought that was great quality it is absolute quality yeah I loved this was earlier on in the book as well but they were talking about battle droids as well oh yeah big and they were magic. like yeah but we need to beef them up yeah. a little bit I was <laughs> like he it, I'll be honest I didn't notice that I didn't notice yeah. any difference he but, said he liked um, the design but yeah, he wanted to be yeah. a bit like yeah like he and he to wanted to include those, those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he wanted to include those so I thought that was a good shot, and again that kind of makes sense but um but yeah mate it's uh, quality any other little nuggets of wisdom you got there HUD mainly uh, it's uh, uh, Hat
1: Mudson Hat Mudson if only thing is like, the first you go into the book you can see that the they nailed the concept so the, the early episodes have the books dedicated more so to the first half of the first season because they were clearly getting as much of that as possible whereas the final four episodes to me they'd found their stride yeah. it's less concept that it was less concept art and more like actual art that we saw lifted and put into the episode which I found really interesting um, like even like the R2 droid which with massive legs which steers oh kid,
0: yes that looked like it did on screen so yeah, like they, a so, lot so much of the concept art is yeah. just like and it's so good it is, and it is
1: art it's concept art I, I was amazed looking through this every day before I handed it over to Blaylor it's I was like these are just uh, people got they had six weeks to create all of this, but the level of detail, yeah. and I know concept art isn't isn't a new concept yeah. to you or I or anyone else, but it's unreal. And I do some. I don't, I don't mean to generalise here, but I do think that I, I do think there is a section of people out there who you know sit down, they watch a show, and they don't realise the amount of work that goes in the background. They kind of think that maybe the people just turn up on set, everything's there for them because it was planned out from day one. The amount of effort that went into this before the actors even got cast was unreal, and I, and I and I love that. that's what I love about these art of books and. That's what I was going to ask you basically, basically your whole thoughts On the book And like The quality Would you pay This is 30, 30 US yes. English pounds Would you pay 30 yes. For this mate In a yes. Honestly I understand,
0: this is, this is one of the best Star Wars books I've ever read Yep I've never read This is go- But this is I think if you're into art design and you're into Star Wars, yep. you would it would be an absolute no-brainer. Yep. It'd be an absolute no-brainer. So yep. that's what I think. Yeah, right? I think yeah. it's
1: great. And the art of books in general. I know you love them as coffee table books. I've got some of them at home as well. Um, yeah. And as soon as this one um, turned up, it was like a, it was like a dream. I love the sequel trilogy concept art. Yeah. Again, whatever we think about particular moments in those films, the concept art for those are great. I love the behind the scenes. The Force Awakens, the
0: particularly. The I like Force Last because, Jedi's call
1: because the Force Awakens was like the there was nothing yeah you you go go ham fresh and I love the behind the scenes and the production stories and that so I love these books, mate. I honestly think these books. And a lot of people say, "Oh, they bring one out for everything." Good. The art, well, yeah, the because of there's Order art is great
0: for everything. <laughs> the art of rebels, great. <laughs> you know,
1: there's artwork for everything. Like what, exactly. What do you, do you not know how design works? Are we just gonna, they're just going <laughs> to oh, leave man. it in the vaults and never have it out there, or they're going to give it to us to yeah, see. Again, like, the Fallen Order one was bonkers good.
0: Yeah, yeah I absolutely. Love that. So these
1: books, I think, are great. And if anyone hasn't got any of these books, some t- they can be hard to get by. But I would happily, definitely recommend it. They're called coffee table books because they are. Yeah. grab a
0: coffee sit down pick one
1: up read it you read a few pages phone rings you put it down you go back to another day
0: on, these are great on, on page 197 this is towards the back of the book look us start flipping rain in raining this is pathetic are we going to continue or are we going to um... I think we've only I think we're, we've got a, we've got a couple more things to say I think and then yeah. we can move we on we can cut this bit out can't we oh, we'll keep this bit in yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep it- <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is this is, is all
0: It's just because it's it's starting to rain. I don't want the um the yeah, book to be. Oh no, it's all been ruined. Yeah,
1: Thanks for the book, Abrams. It's ruined. Yeah, one nine seven. Oh, the
0: reckoning. Look at our boy, Mark. he's an absolute unit, isn't he? Look at him, mm. absolute tank. Oh, look, we got a dog visitor. Right. Hello. Come to take our territory. He's coming to try and we. He's trying to wee on the Mando book. <laughs> <laughs> Rather that in my leg. Right. Look at Mark. See ya. That's good. Main discussion yeah. live. Yeah. We had another. We had another guest on the podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we had a little one. We had a little, little loft cat turn up
0: a loft dog. <laughs> loft dog. Um, yeah. So, what uh, is this? One nine seven. Yeah, it? man. Right. Okay. There's a moment in here. Doug Chang is. Pr- I'm pretty sure it's Doug Chang is praising how quick Dave Filoni and Jon Favreau were in approving the yeah. d- the designs and whatnot. One or two. They said it was it. like it was so vital for the production that without their their because they knew what they wanted. Yep they knew what they wanted and so they were like yeah if this works yep that's it approve it do it and yep. it's I, I like that energy you know once again there was that urgency but it, there's some irony that this was such a quick ironic there was this quick <laughs> production yep. well w- you know we say quick but it was wasn't at the expense it was, of anything else it feels like that right it yep. feels like Oh mate, it just feels like a dream come true for us nerds. You yeah, know? But, and they said
1: that John and Dave knew what they wanted. They were specific about what they wanted, so it was made the art very easy to do. So John and Dave would give them directions, so the artist knew what they wanted. Yeah, and within one or two rounds, they'd have the art. You know, they'd have it signed off. Yeah, it wasn't like five, six, seven or months worth of it. Yeah, you know, John and Dave knew what they wanted and they yep. got it down. And that's that's a, that's also a testament to the concept artists because we we've sat, we we spoke we've mentioned John and Dave a lot and Kathy, the artist man. Yeah. they're all listed in the front of the book cause there's so many of them to create this work in such a short amount of time and create a new era a new yeah. part of lore in such a short amount of time so that we all now know and love it's become part of the Star Wars zeitgeist you know what I mean all these artists are incredible and I hope they all stay on most of them have been on Star Wars for a long time but I hope they all stay on yeah absolutely. this is what they can continue with yeah this is crazy right. and it's this is just season
0: one yeah I know it's mad it is mad yeah I love um in... Where are we? 197. So not, not far from this, there's another bit about Cara Dune um, posing. No, no, hang on. No, that's not it. It's, so another one. It's Baby Yoda and Cara Dune. So if you go to 208... Bad Boy and Cara. Yeah, and Mando. I've written this down. I know what image it's talking about. Let's get there first. There we go. Look at this bad boy. Right, Oldsman again. Right, so you've got Mando and Kara wrestling or arm wrestling wrestling. right and baby Yoda's in the background like you can see he's began choking Kara June right and and look here it says that actually they've taken that from Yoda in the Empire Strikes Back they've literally taken it from the Empire Strikes Back and put it onto this but yeah I thought that was a nice little shout
1: and the cross sections as well they've got a load of cross sections in this book to give scale for the artists I love them so every location has a cross scale, cross section so they can see where they need to be but honestly the whole book mate if you if you're a fan of art or well, star wars and a man or if you're just a fan of art and concept art on the production design you cannot go wrong with this, and I, we said it up top this isn't hyperbole. It doesn't matter that the book got given to us. I don't care about that. I've yeah, bought the it other artist books, beautiful. and I love those it's books. Beautiful, and this is just as good, if not better, than the rest. Because we, like, we're passionate about the man, though, because it's that new era. It's that new phase, a new wave of Star Wars, and this book is just a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant accompaniment.
0: It is the aromat onto the stake. I'm, I'm putting the book away because it's raining. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, gonna, I'm like, I'm, I'm like up. flipping. I'm not, I'm not going to ruin that book because it's so nice. Emperor but it's starting Captain to. I see like some of the some of the rain is staining. in there's the right there's drops. one more one more shout yes mate? before we wrap because it is cold <laughs> it what is like going on I, like, I swear when we came out it was way more mild than that was, it was warm enough when we came out it wasn't warm stupid it 10 degrees maybe absolutely but, stupid what Focus. is going on page 220 right yes. the white speeder bikes yes yeah 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 the, uh, borrowed from fallen order oh,
1: yes yes so again they're going back to the wheel. they have yeah. the that time that, which was in production things. at the same time exactly so they're they're collaborating or they're using items from other recent Star Wars shows uh, or that. things, and I love it and I, uh, great that's what I love about this we, we obviously heard, we've all, we always heard that you know nobody talks or there's no collaboration or there's no cross chat but clearly there is yeah. I mean clearly these art departments are working together you've only got to watch the Fallen Order documentary behind the scenes to see how involved Lucasfilm were yeah. and I love to see that I love to see that the same people working on Trost we're working on Mando we're also working alongside the Fallen Order team yeah. And who knows what else in the background as well. Yeah. I love that. So it gives me hope going forward that when we have these crossovers with Rangers, Ahsoka, uh, Mando and whatever the other one is, a Book of Bob Book of Boba Fett, that they are they are going to be like well thought out because, you know, the artists are working together and they're probably working on the same shows. So they're gonna have that same visual t- style to them. And Dave, Dave and John are overseeing
0: them. Yeah, oh, um, it, 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 I'm and sorry. It, this is one of the highlights for me, mate. Is that Dave and John yep. know what they want? They know what they want, and when they see something, they're like, "That's it." Yeah, that's what was in my. And they go by their gut almost, but they, they know they what do, they want, they, but and they also they, don't waste time. But Mando shows I, I can, I can, as a fan, I can trust their 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 taste. Yep. To be honest, oh Matt, I wish you like our listeners could feel how cold I am
1: I wish they could see us if our this, I
0: have gone colder like the last five minutes ten minutes I've just got really cold i <laughs> what's like, we'll what going on here
1: alongside the art of the Mando pictures I'm going to start I'll, jumping I'll get Luke to snap a picture of us with our microphones and our hoods
0: up so you forget can see it. just what forget we went through if forget if it mate forget it this is what we went through I'm going to chuck the microphones in the river there's a small <laughs> little river we do have us. like, a, like chuck a chuck it you know, this, is this is what is. we do for you lot stand up actually this is what we do for you lot yes you better appreciate it <laughs> so we freeze so for you guys I'm so cold have you got your phone on you mate I've got my
1: phone so on us we'll, it, we'll do it yeah, live let so me... you can see that we're actually doing it All so right, we're in the episode it. but yeah that was honestly the Art of the Mando but get it get it so here's a picture oh, hang on let me so, uh, Luke's got his one arm one long on, arm there yeah one long arm he's got to sort his hair yeah, out hey, I've got my on. Palpatine hood on
0: it looks like and it's windy as well here we go <laughs> here we go Let's do one more, mate. Let's do one more. I've got a pictogram on there. There we go. There we go. Yeah, it's so flipping cold. All on the mic. So that is how we looked when we did the show. We're on a park bench in Gloucester Park in Bazardon and we're a rude art of mando book we could have done it probably a lot more beautifully but had, had you had know the car, there's but. a there's a national lockdown on exactly. and we're allowed to go one-on-one walks so we thought let's turn this into a cheeky session but this is probably we'll probably do um let's let's go get warm
1: yeah we'll we'll and have, we'll give our street. final thoughts yeah let's do that and we'll, there'll be more of this and again our patrons are used to this because we do pubcasts we're usually sitting down in a pub yeah, but this is what it's like and it's great this is
0: what podcasts. and there like. will be more of these because yeah. now that
1: we can actually do it <laughs> why not
0: yeah yeah. so thank you um, the weather of Britain yep. it uh, is, is still winter technically
1: uh, spring summer starts in a week and a half's time pretty much no the, spring
0: does well British summer time starts that's at, at, right in, in, in because the I have this debate yep. with Aralee Early. all the time she goes no it's summer I'm like no Aralee that's, summertime. BST, that's but, yeah. summer time that's not summer the clocks change basically yeah. summer is after the longest day yep that's it see so, so the clocks the clock. Change, so we get a lighter night <laughs> But it don't make it summer I'm like yeah It's still But do you know what We went for a walk last week And I was like we Look did. buds are coming out We did And we were like oh, They were really nice They were like white buds pre. We went for a walk last
1: Blossom. week We spent about three hours Talking Star Wars as well We did actually great. We and did the, And the conversation we had before um, I shouldn't have said anything Because it was a great conversation And the, uh, the listeners Would have like, They would have loved, loved it actually And it's one of those ones Where you can't you can't read oh, What did I say? You
0: were like, oh, don't say that. I went, um, <laughs> oh, Jewel of the Fates. Oh, you said Jewel yeah. of the Fates,
1: yeah, basically. Yeah, that's what we. What <laughs> may have been oh, better. And then Jewel I went the into fates. the. Yeah. certain d- ideas. It didn't involve Palpatine before anyone said anything Different things that just didn't work, and they connected. to Some of them did involve <laughs> Palpatine, <laughs> but not all of them. <laughs> so, didn't involve Palpatine. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, basically, <laughs> it was basically it was if they didn't have less, they could have just had Ray and Kylo. ala the Last Jedi. They're the fight. Have Hut yeah. State a coup. Yeah, but it, it, but it's Rey and Kylo, the characters that were created for the sequel trilogy. They live and die by that. They don't have to bring any else back. They said they get their snopes gone, Luke's gone. It's just these two. That was his
0: story. I might go get another hot drink. I might come go with
1: you and get one, <laughs> and I may able to to go because
0: we can't sit in anywhere. That's but, um, why we're recording this on a bench. Exactly where we were, now standing up like doing that thing. <laughs> you kind of like of <laughs> round, I'm like, circulating my <laughs> circulating blood <laughs> around Yo, my so body. We're we're just um, so
1: cold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, my mum's going to fall off like that guy in the cantina in the <laughs> New Hope. Um, but that let's was go our... get a hot drink yeah. and let's get some more thoughts on. Yeah, we'll, like, we'll let's get we'll, some more thoughts. We'll get our
1: thoughts together on the way, and then yeah. we'll, uh, we'll yeah. end up. But hope you enjoyed that ex- that segment of our main discussion. Yeah, yeah.
0: So we're in Eastgate which is a shopping centre just on a wee we've masked up more school <laughs> we've masked up it's warm. I can feel my hands again my hands are still pink and mottled but I can feel them again I'm a lot warmer now
1: honestly I'm a lot
0: happier I was getting grumpy <laughs> <laughs> I was like I can't handle this he was I... fighting the listeners you better like what we've done for you he's saying <laughs> yeah oh no I stand <laughs> by that still <laughs> yeah. stand by that still that's nice
1: like Alice- Lewis Carroll jobby
0: yeah like Lewis- bit mental bit mental um Right, so do you know what? I had one more thought that I wanted to share. Yep, go on. In the book, it talks about how um, Dave Filoni praises Ryan Johnson and Ram Bergman yeah. for he, for giving him a start by inviting yeah. him to the last. Well, Kathy Kennedy made it, so he
1: went to the Last Jedi. Yeah, because Dave Filoni said, "I want to get into the live action." Yeah, Kathy's like, "Well, it's a bit different from animation." Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's, let's do it. Go to London with Ryan and Ram.
0: And well he's done it. He did it for Force Awakens yeah. and for Rogue One. But he said that the last Jedi was the best one. Like that's where he felt like he learned more and Ryan yes. was a really good teacher.
1: Yeah, he basically said, Ryan grabbed me. <phone rings> Hello. Pushed me behind the camera and taught him how to block shots and how to that's how it. to frame shots and create
0: shots. So You've got very good memory, haven't you? For like where, where things are written. Like right. I'm s su- i am I have such a bad I, memory. I love the filmmaking or production process I love that creative process
1: and um, I love Ryan Johnson as a filmmaker I think he's great so seeing that Ryan had a hand in Dave's
0: transition was great mate so it was great yeah that is awesome right so should we we, um, head to Asda yes other supermarkets are available let's have well we're in Eastgate we're on our walk which is it's a shopping centre in in Basildon Town Centre. Yeah, we're masked up, masked up. We're masked up. We're safe. We've not got Rona. No. I'm so much warmer, mate. Honestly, I mean, even I'm...
1: though it's Britain, the people will be saying, "Well, it's colder in this part of the world." Well, probably is, but we're not used to that. We're not used we, we to. It suddenly went from being kind of mild and quite nice to uh, to really cold. And then as soon as we got out of the park, the, the heavens opened and it was sunshine, wasn't it? it was it's like ridiculous.
0: <laughs> it started getting sunny, literally. Really on our... But this is like a little school trip, isn't it? It is. A school trip, like field trip, it's as the Yanks would say, you know? We
1: to do it a few times in the last few weeks, and whilst we've got the opportunity to do it,
0: I thought, why not, mate? Let's have a little explore around Asda. Let's do it. Right, here we go. We're in Asda. We're here. Now, you've got it here in the background. So... We're here in the background we're here in let's Astor. look at the Star Wars stuff because why Why not okay,
1: this is where Luke comes quite a lot when he says he goes to the shops he goes to some other ones but he comes to looking at and I'm st- I've, I've been here with him before here we go but now I'm with him again here we, here we go. go
0: whoa I've not seen that before there's a little pop thing hang on oh yeah it's a little mando pop that's it's a branch. mando keychain doesn't say how much it is that's mad I've not seen that before not in here yeah. what's that That's so sick. The little child, there's the
1: animatronic
0: baby. Yeah, the little baby, little baby. A a Sith, a Sith, dead trooper. They've got a Sith trooper. Chewbacca, Boba Fett. Well, it's the uh, little. What are these called? The mission fleet things. Oh, those
1: geezers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got the. They got the 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 retro. retro. They're cool. They're fine, aren't they? I like them. I like them.
0: I like them. A tip for whenever you're at ASDA or any other supermarket. Go to, go to the bargain bit. Yes, Luke loves a bargain. I love a bargain. How much do I love a bargain? He loves a bargain more than he loves Star Wars and his wife, I think. Probably. Yep. Look, look, there's already vultures there. <laughs> That's us. But fortunately, fortunately, a lot of the time I'm bigger than most vultures. Yes. So I just loom behind them and they move. I'm
1: wider than most vultures. Whilst I'm in here, I need to get one of those Reese's um, peanut butter eggs.
0: What you're gonna destroy one of them bad boys.
1: I'm gonna destroy a couple of them. They're like fifty P so <laughs>
0: here we go, look bargain bit, what we got? We got our uh, Yorkshire puddings. Guts, gut, Guts health. Yeah. Goo yep. a lot of meat. A lot of meat.
1: That's our reflection.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: like,
0: no, I love it. Alright. Oh, I don't think there's anything there. Alright mate, so we've 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 left what? boba fett enemy of the empire look at that a massive like, v- vinyl book over there it's an old like dark horse comics cover of um boba fett oh, comic enemy enemy of the empire yeah why well, you want that
1: just, I've just, we were just we just come on to give our final thoughts
0: and i've just seen this massive canvas staring back at me it's like it was like it's fate well we've gone past hmv so yeah, we've left asda Matt got some weird toothpaste.
1: Uh, yeah, it's cucumber, watermelon and mint. It's Sacrofresh, so it's got an IP brand to it. So there
0: we go. There's Luke, that.
1: Luke took me to the thrift section, as you just heard. And when we went off air, I saw it. I was like, <laughs> ah, I've got to have this. And it, it seems to be that every time we've gone somewhere, like, as soon as we went off air in the toy section, I saw a load of season one Mando Pops. So, uh basically check out our socials and our website for the full interactive experience isn't
0: it mate? yeah that's it mate so we're so we're, on so we're going to wrap things up there for the main discussion yep <laughs> and um, we're, we're on our way back Matt will be driving back after his after our long walk yep. best thing about the Mando art of book mate the the evolution the progression mate
1: seeing how it started and the passion and the will of these people to get this work done and how it ended up on screen. How we saw it is unreal. And the fact that it didn't look so different from the original concept apart from Baby Yoda. And how they managed to realise that in such a short amount of time. I loved seeing that, mate. I loved
0: it. Yeah, I, I'd agree with you there, man. I'd agree with that. I'd strongly recommend it for any Star Wars fan, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Not not just like people are into the art, the designs and everything. <laughs> this is, I think, my favourite art of book. Yep. No I'm- two ways about it. And listen, like Matty Boy opened up with, there's been a few problems of getting it over to the UK for whatever reason. But, whatever, hopefully that's, <laughs> hopefully that's improved upon for the season two. Yes,
1: yes, I can't wait for that. Now we know the quality we're going to get in this book. And I'd add to that, even if you just like behind-the-scenes film or TV production stories, if you like how things are made, like the magic behind the curtain... You will you love this book, and honestly, if you if you can get it, if you can afford it, um, get it because it's well worth it. This this book
0: is the way. It is the way, and it's crazy. You know what? I think this book, like you kind of like what you just said, it it builds upon the real life experiences a lot more. Like it, it gives a, a lot more away than the workings of the sequel trilogy. I feel, and it yeah go on comp-
1: it compliments the Mandalorian Gallery as well because remember we had in the first season we had those eight episodes yeah and they spoke about like uh,
0: music uh, performances they, they they broke it down this book really does complement that it really goes well. hand in hand yeah. with that doesn't it really to be honest so mate this has been quality it's been nice having a little walk yep and you know recording this It's been a little adventure as well yep. so I hope the listeners have enjoyed this little field trip you know this little school trip um because it's been good crack really so
1: i hope they've enjoyed it as much as we have doing it so um we're literally leaving the mall now symbolically the main discussion is over as we leave the shopping mall
0: You know what i know we said we'd end it there but <laughs> we've we've just got we've got back outside and guess what it's slipping warm it's really nice. what is going on this is stupid yep. what is going on i'm annoyed yep. i'm gonna go mental
1: yeah this ain't the way i hope you hope you like what we've done for you here yeah? we've gone through different <laughs> weather for you lads <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: exactly exactly <laughs> Hi, I'm Ken Absock, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Road trip, road trip, road trip, road trip. Yeah. yeah. Field trip, field trip, field because trip. We were like Litlands going on a little walk, on a little I adventure. Had a bag like, as well, come i Come on. Come on, Matt, don't get distracted by the gift shop, you know. Don't <laughs> exactly. get. Don't, exactly. Don't go into the toilets of those strangers. Come <laughs> <laughs> away from the tuck shop, big boy. Yeah, exactly. So much me. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, field trip, field trip, field trip. So um, to uh, let's talk more about the Mandalorian as it turns out the Essex Falcon has touched down outside our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. Luke, shall we? Oh, mate, let's do it. (sighs) Yes, as we do each week for those new and old to the show, we sit down with you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy, and we have a few Kef beers whilst getting your thoughts on our main discussion. So this week we wanted to know what were
0: your favourite shots from Mandalorian Season 1, and we got some bangers. Oh, we got some proper bangers and mash, mate. Well, it's like I went down to the bangers and mash shop and said, I'll have 500, please. Uh, The iconic shot of Mando entering the cantina in chapter one was the favorite of Rob C. Walton, Rach at This Cries Life, and the Fly on the Wall podcast. Happy 100, by the way, guys, 100 episodes there, naughty. Uh, Jin Erso said, for me, it's got to be the Mudhorn getting a dose of the force from the child, a.k.a. Grogu post-season one, uh, being lifted in the air and ultimately saving Din. Nice one there, Jin. Twin Suns Collecting also said Grogu lifting the Mandalorian while um, lifting the Mudhorn. Sorry, not the Matt. Imagine that, lifting the Mandalorian and the Mudhorn. That'd be yeah.
1: S- Sorry, mate.
0: Yeah air party uh grogu lifting the mudhorn while mando's on his knees holding the knife and sif slayer 246 and Maya koran said uh the moment gideon emerged from the tie wreckage with the dark saber oh what a shout guys what a shout yes
1: nice one we've got a voice message coming up now the first one into the show from the legend who calls himself the Beaded Nerd Guy. And who are we to argue? Let's
2: hear what you said. Hi there, Star Wars Sessions podcast. Uh, beaded Nerd Guy here. Um, my favourite shot from season one of The Mandalorian is in episode seven um, where uh, Mando, Corradoon and Karga are speaking to the client um, and basically they get ambushed um, by uh, the Imperial Death troopers um and then the whole convoy of freshly uh armored stormtroopers show up um and then obviously after that moff gideon shows up in his tie fighter um, for me that is one of the pivotal shots of this series um it's the shot i showed most people that hadn't seen the mandalorian yet and i was just like you know this is a tv series it's not even a film and just the look um for me it was just breathtaking and uh one of the best shots, um, I think, in that season. Uh, really good standout shot. So, yeah, that's my pick.
1: Oh, he's a guy. He's a nerd. Legend has it. He has a beard as well. And he's come up with a belt. My favourite part of that one is like, you know, Mando, Cara and Kaga. <laughs> um Yeah, good shout, mate. That was an epic moment. I love that shot. So, uh, bearded nerd guy.
0: Thank you very much, mate. Yeah, bearded nerd guy absolute ledge follow him on instagram he he's got like a really cool nerd room i think it's like the loft of like his house or something but it is so cool looking like it, it's great follow him on instagram the bearded nerd guy he's an absolute king thanks for sending that in dude
1: yes nice one big boy and speaking of which the our victories price giveaway winner tim Greaseback, jumped on board and he said uh chapter eight redemption where all the stormtroopers, the five hundred first, are lined up, and Gideon's walking through them. It seems to be a lot of love for that scene. Gideon is particular. Gideon's a
0: king, so nice one, lads. Gideon, such a lad. Laddie, uh, laddie, oh, <laughs> Uh Up next, Dan Alex Hales said, Grogu choking. Kara, because he shows that mando had a negative effect on him and he stayed to use the dark side nice one there adimsky chose mando and baby yoda looking at each other at the end of chapter one saying the scene really reminds me of the hand of god painting by michelangelo spot on their dimski the belgian bond i think uh, that's exactly what they were going for Uh, and finally james t 2006 shows when grogu uses the force against the fire in chapter eight and it's from behind him what a shout there jamesy boy what a shout That's a massive shout. Each and every one
1: of you, I'd love to sit down and have a keff beer with each and every one of you. And speaking of someone we'd love to have a keff beer with, let's end this section of the band Tina with royalty. The King of Wales, Luke Summerfield. Let's hear him.
2: Hey dudes, girl all round? I'm paying with Imperial Credits.
0: There are some wonderful shots all across season one. But for me, it has to be Gideon
1: cutting his way out of the TIE Fighter and standing to reveal the Darksaber, pushing the show to a new high.
0: Bring on season three.
1: Catch me online at one quarter portion. And remember, Palpatine
0: loves a good Star Wars session.
1: Mate, anyone who's willing to buy the round of Spotchka... I mean, nice one. One quarter portion online. Go check him out. Luke, thank you, mate. And yeah, that as I mentioned earlier, that scene of Gideon on the TIE Fighter, also Sith Slayer and Maya. Love that as well. You're in a steam company there, mate. Great shout. Palpatine
0: loves a good Star Wars session. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars sessions.
1: You know it's going to be so good.
2: Best podcast.
0: Best podcast. That's right. It's the spiciest part of the bantina. In fact, some may even say it is just so good, so good. Yeah, yeah, that so is oh good. yeah. And another one. Yeah, and see, the Dandelorian loves it. He's the going of the off, Dandelorian. It's going off. It's going off. The Patreon questions, that's right. We answer Patreon questions every week here at Star Wars Sessions. And to kick us off, it is a cheeky one from Stuart Howes, who asked this, mate boy Are you ready? I am. He asked, This may have been asked before, so feel free to ignore. No, we bunched to it. Never. Uh, but I've always wondered about lightsaber duels between different eras. Pay uh, Pair two people from different eras, and how do you think they would go? For example, given the distinctive styles between the eras, how would the silky, honed skills of Qui-Gon fare against the raw, aggressive nature of Kylo? Or, even more hypothetically, how would Luke go against Obi-Wan? both at the peak of their powers. What are you saying to that cheeky question there, Matty boy? Uh, well, I think for me, the more obvious one, I think anyway, is I reckon Luke against
1: Obi-Wan, uh, taken out of the equation that neither would actually want to strike down the other. I think Luke wins that. Obi-Wan is very much a defensive fighter. He always has been. That's his stance. Luke has shown he's willing to go on the attack if needs be. I think Luke wins that. I can't take away anything from Obi-Wan's uh, ability because he did take down Darth Vader himself. He He's one of the only people to defeat Vader in combat. So that's got to count for something. Then Luke went and did it as well. Uh, so both of them have got the claim of beating Vader, but I think Luke wins that. I think Luke has got more in him to take down um, Obi-Wan. As for Qui-Gon and Kylo, you may disagree with me here, my friend. I think Qui-Gon Jin is going to win that. I think Qui-Gon is more disciplined. I think he's got the experience behind them. And I think he could take advantage of that raw aggressive nature of Kylo. Kylo against Luke on Crate, or Luke's projection, was just like a bull in a china shop. I think, and look how Luke, Luke, the experience of Luke, just, you know, did his kind of backwards Matrix style bends and got out of the way. I think Qui Gon wins that. I think Qui Gon, um, I think he makes Kylo angry by not fighting back necessarily, and he makes him make a mistake, and then before he knows it, skewered Kylo Kebab. So uh, I reckon Qui-Gon beats Kylo. I reckon Luke beats Obi-Wan. I'd love to see Ray versus Dooku, the untrained melee fighter against a classical swordsman. I'd love to see General Grievous, the cyborg against anyone just for the visual spectacle because, you know, why wouldn't you? Um, mm. Mace is an interesting one. I think Mace Windu beats anyone he's against. Mace versus Luke would be good. Mace versus Anakin, Darkseid. I know it's the same era, but that would be pretty fun. Um... But uh, the big one, mate. A lot of people would like this, or like to, would like to see a what's if, and it's Luke Skywalker versus Anakin Skywalker. So Anakin pre Dark Side against Luke, you know, after Jedi, Return of the Jedi, when he's just taking falls down. I think that mm-hmm. would be that would be a fight for the ages. But what about you, mate? That's that's my thoughts. What about you? I know you probably think Qui Gon's going to beat Gren as well.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Kylo is going to smack Qui Gon. Straight up, I think he's he's naturally he's he's a lot more naturally talented. He's a big boy. He's a he's wide a boy. boy. He's a Honestly, he's a boy. it's it's like a huge like HMS battleship against I don't know Smarlyan pirate mail van. Mate. That's it, and pirate boat mate <laughs> or a royal mail van. Yeah, a, just a royal mail van just parked at Dover. Bang, that's it. You're it's dead, bash, Bosh. Uh, Green, Kylo's just got that power isn't he? He's got that mm-hmm. power. It's like when I he went up again. He he went he went against up those Knights of Ren, and they were they got fooled, mate. And they're really scary. The Knights of Ren. I'm not too sure about their ability, to be fair. But <laughs> I, I hear you. They killed loads of younglings, didn't they? Yes, they did. Actually, there they go. They are very talented. Yes, you they win. are. You they're win. very talented at killing. That's their thing. That and Fader was um. Too. And actually, they're very good at going on hilltops and standing there for helicopter, uh, drone shots. I Point mean, uh, just standing there. And they're so. very clever at
1: finding Chewie and just being there when he came out of the Falcon, the uh, Ochi ship. Yeah, they're, but they're good
0: boys, though. I they're good old the boys. They're good old boys, never Drinking. do you no harm. That's it. Um, what's the other one? Um, you got Luke and Obi. Luke, oh, Luke's going to smash that one. Yep, He's so going to smash that one. I think Luke's actually... Luke's gonna. Luke's probably one of the most capable Jedi, really. Um, but he also, w- when we're talking about just dueling, uh, I think Darth Maul's a shout. Um, he's really good. The mm, thing is Maul loses more, most of his fights. He does, yes. So... Yeah, but, <laughs> but he looks good doing it, and he's got a cool he, voice. He looks really good doing it. That's a very what good point. What about Ahsoka? John? We haven't mentioned Ahsoka in any of this. Ahsoka's all right. Yeah. She's all right, I bet, you know, um, but... Who wins, Ahsoka or yeah. Kylo Ren? Kylo, every day. Ahsoka or Ray? I think Ahsoka uh, wins, I think. Probably Ahsoka. Probably, depends. Depends oh, on the day. The variables are coming in. Depends now. on the day and the context, but probably Ahsoka. Probably. Gotcha. Just like we're probably Britain's Great Star Wars podcast, but we there's no way of knowing no there's, there's no metrics that could measure that yeah we might not even be essexes like we don't know <laughs> we don't know uh but it's a very good question like you said mace windu love to see a bit more of a mace window you yeah, know man. we all love a bit of window we love a window session um and yoda yoda loves it yoda versus yaddle oh mate Yoda strikes me as a
1: kind of a nice boy. He'd like open a door for yaddle I can't imagine him then thrusting a saber through a spine. Um I, Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I don't know Yeah. <laughs> well to be I fair could. though, she's sitting there she's in the council gawping in in episode one and then she's never seen again. I know I think Yoda's what? What I think Yoda of her and lopped her bunce off. I think he lopped what her What happened off. to yaddle like what happened was she killed off screen or something no no in legend she was in legend she took a grenade to the gut to save anakin and in canon nobody cares basically apart from Grease dritus he wants to go on a date with her the dude from fallen order but um other than that right yaddle's just yeah that's what i mean i think yoda just lopped her bonds off that's nice i i'd agree i'd agree straight up well, um, Grogu did. He was teaching his son Grogu and his son Grogu accidentally lopped his mother Yaddle's bonts off.
0: Grogu might be a Yoda
1: Yaddle baby. Yep, that's it. At At end end of of that's it. I mean, that's what people are saying. But again, it that might just be a convenience of they all look the same
0: because they're the same species and there's only three of them. Yeah, I think that's a shout. But there we go. It's a very good question, though. It's a very good question because I did a similar show on my Patreon um yes. months back the, f- the the strongest force user i actually put luke skywalker as number one uh but this again when it's just dueling it's kind of a, it's it's a bit different i think probably the best one now like you said mate probably it's a toss-up between mace windu anakin skywalker uh, maybe luke there's so no dark side users in there like palpatine was a bad boy with a saber. well Pull funny faces too well, what's interesting about that is that Mace Windu obviously could harness the dark side, right? And, yeah. and somewhat control it. Drill. And Anakin, I'm going to include Anakin slash Darth Vader, right? So the character in general. So, yeah, it's an interesting one, though. Very, very good question there, Stuart. Cheers, mate. Yeah.
1: No, nice one, Stuart. We'd love to hear your guys' thoughts as well. Uh, what fantasy duels would you like to see cross-era? Uh, who, who would be in them? Who would win? And what about Stuart's ideas? Who wins, Luke or Obi-Wan? Qui-Gon or Kylo. So interesting. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, the next question we've got is from a guy who I've really grown to appreciate. My brother, Sean Hudson. And he said, Star Wars Cocktail Club. What would you call the place? So, Luke, we've got a Star Wars Cocktail Club. We are the proprietors of this place. both Bomb would love it. Oh, what yeah. would we call it? And what would the signature drink of our club be called? Sean says his place is called the Blue Milk Tavern. And the drink is the Haitian... Holocron. So we've got a couple of Milky Clubs, mate. What's yours called and what's the signature
0: boozer? Well, it's very cheeky. It's a very cheeky question, indeed, Matty boy. Um, yeah. You know, when you go up London and it's from like five yeah, but... to, yeah, just generally, you know, London, that city, you know, a few miles west of us. Um, okay, so. You go up London, and let's say you're going out for a cheeky night, and um, you head to you head to around Piccadilly Circus to a place called Tiger Tiger, Mm -hmm. because from five to eight they do drinks half price, which at London is like liquid gold. Like Ah, that doesn't happen. Cheap drinks, like thirty quid a drink, a half price. It it isn't cheap. Um, So that's called Tiger Tiger. Matty boy, Sean, I'm opening up a cheeky place called Bantha Bantha. It's going to be very, very cheeky. Uh, Our signature cocktail, my friend, is the world famous Bantha Mary. (laughs) A lot of vodka and a lot of uh, milk. Um, Milky? It's very milky. Very, absolute milk. And, you know, people love it people absolutely love it but there's a special drink for people who you know don't particularly enjoy Modern Star Wars, but you know, and that's fine. You know, we, yeah. there are people that listen to our show who don't well, like course. the sequel trilogy or the it's, Last Jedi, whatever. Fair enough. But you know, the kind of people that go on, you know, the, the internet and spread lies, just straight up lies about the clickbait gang. They're clickbait gang. You know the ones. You know the ones. Uh, they get served a special type of the uh, Blamphamary. for Mary. They get s- the Bland Mary. They get served the Bland Mary Sue. So. <laughs> no
1: still gets me and yeah. there's no
0: booze in it because i ain't allowed booze so it's just straight up juice yeah that's it that's the spirit <laughs> you
1: know <laughs> uh,
0: what about you mate, boy what are you um, saying
1: mate? i
0: think i like the sound of bantha
1: bantha it sounds pretty classy mate especially if you're there with your suit on and your hair swaggering around with a, a bantha mary um mine is called the uh the jacku rose it's a very classy establishment pretty really really nice really nice establishment jacku rose check it out and um the drink uh, is called the it's, uh, it's the juicy jedi really nice drink as well it's uh there's a drink in real world called the, Ju- the juicy gypsy which is where it comes from it's a uh, vodka benedictine or uh, orange juice lemon juice all mixed together chuck a bit of orange zest on it love it Or as i've thought of just off my head the naughty nebula because i like the colors of a nebula nice. and imagine that in your gob, it would be that would be very nice. So, the naughty nebula, the juicy Jedi come to the Jakku Rose, and I shall make sure you have a knight fit for a king and a queen. Start off with the Bantha Bantha, head on over to the Jacku Rose. I'm having mine situated next to Dex's Diner. Do you know why? So, we can
0: go for a kebabie afterwards. Where Cheeky. would yours be situated, mate? Cheeky. Um, my one would be situated, oh, I don't know, somewhere maybe a bit like Cloud City on old Bespin uh you know it looks a bit boring doesn't it clad it's, like, it's like oh bland, yeah look at me i'm running around with an ice cream maker good for you mate what else look can you look do? at me with my cape says lando yeah we can't yeah. get a drink in that cape can you mate yeah bit boring you know what needs to open up there bamfer bamfer uh fridays five to eight half price come Karaoke get with carizan i'd be well out for that calrissian chronicles what do we have here come in my cloud car and watch me fly into this building i've had too many (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, don't uh, drink and fly kids
1: yeah exactly the uh, baron administrator of this facility says so um well yeah sean where would yours be situated we want to know that we've got the the blue milk tavern the Haitian holocron is the signature where is it we're going to get, or is it a franchise? Has it just opened up on all the planets in the outer rim as well? Um, one on Sorgan as well, because they look like they need a couple of um, points down there as well. So, um, thank you guys for your comments and your questions. We'd love to hear everybody's thoughts about that. But until next week, when we have a load more of your comments, we have a few more of your Patreon questions. Barman, sorry about the mess, but we will be back next week in the Bantina.
0: and gentlemen it's the star wars sessions game that's right it's the star wars sessions game every Every game every week we end the show with a cheeky game. This week It is my turn to host such game. Matty boy, are you ready, Mote, Drink in hand. I'm ready. This is the world famous, the session's favorite, 20 questions. <laughs> Matty boy, you've got to ask 20 questions to me to find out who I have written down on my pad right here. Are you ready? This person is is involved in Star Wars. He could be in it. They could be in it, you know, hey. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> um, right, well, I'm going to change it. Forget it. Forget it. I'm going to change it to someone else. He's going to change it. Well, I've got I'm going to change it to someone else. Do you hear me? Day. Hang on. Listen to this. I'm crossed it out. Doing someone else. Right. Okay. You ready, mate boy? <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. I said 50%.
1: I've got one right in this. One of them I got badly wrong. So let's keep the streak going, mate. I am ready.
0: Okay. Mate boy play the music and let's hit it your questions please
1: right uh so i know they're in a star wars galaxy but you said they're a man so they may still be right um well I crossed is this out. Person, i'm doing a
0: different person
1: is this person a female no <laughs> <laughs> um trying to be basic there okay right so we're not a female uh, are they in any of the movies any of them yes Right, so... They are. Somebody who is in a movie... They are. They are not a female. Uh, Are they an alien species? No. Are they a male? Yeah. I got duped by that. Um, So he's a male. I've (laughs) answered three questions. A a, a geezer in one of the films, or any of the films.
0: Right, okay. Yeah, he's Um, in one of the films.
1: (laughs) Uh... Yes, and it's definitely not <laughs> an alien so oh no I can find the laughter is going to be something
0: unreal this couldn't have gone better <laughs> go on uh, do they do any concept art no okay I'll get that one out of the way straight away get so out
1: out in the, the way. films it's a fella Um. oh are they just in one era
0: of Star Wars yeah
1: okay so they're only in one of the eras that hasn't actually that hasn't really narrowed it down actually um a fella. are they primarily are they in the prequels no no oh, OT no sequels yes right a geezer you're on nine by trilogy. the way you're on nine no nine num um oh I wasn't I wasn't a guess so there's a bloke who's in the sequels only um yeah. could they be considered to be um at least a mile wide in stature no
0: (laughs) they're not Kylo Uh,
1: you're 50% um, through
0: you're 50% 50 through and I can tell you you're not doing great (laughs) 50% through and all I know is there a bloke in Star Wars (laughs) (laughs) do you know what You've, you've asked a question that is a real predicament that is like it's like the last question that (laughs) <laughs> would help you but it's like it's led you down a certain path uh right this
1: is i've got so, 10 questions now right bloke sequel trilogies in star wars yeah. um and they're definitely in the films right okay they're, they're um, in the films yeah are, are they in all, are they in all three of the sequel trilogy films no okay so though are they in just one of them yeah
0: Right, that's that's 12 two. Questions. That's two, and you've pretty much asked the same question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because they could have been. In, they could have been in two of the films. True, that's true. That's true. That's right, true. So
1: they're only in one of the films, right?
0: <laughs> I'm not going to ask which one. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, why do I get the feeling it's going to be something really weird? Um, it's not. It's not really weird. It's. I promise you. I've just had to say yes on something.
1: Uh, oh no. Uh, <laughs> So I've got what eight questions. So in one of the sequel trilogy films, they're a bloke. This is I've taken twelve questions just to know that they're a bloke in one film. <laughs> um, okay, are they? Yeah. Um, are they? Are they first order?
0: No. No. Oh. Are they resistance? Yeah. Okay. They are. They are. They play someone who's in the resistance. Yeah. I- oh. <laughs> oh no.
1: Are they, is it an actor's name I'm looking at?
0: Mm, not predominantly. Oh. Uh, <laughs> not predominantly an actor. Uh, how many have I got left? Like five, left, five. left. You got five left. Oh no, this is naughty. Uh,
1: is it John Williams? No, good guess. D- oh, damn it! Very um, good guess. I thought you. I thought I was going to be uh, murked then Right, so I've got four left. You're going to be Mandalorian-merked. I'm going to be Mando-merked. So it's a not a, a, non, a, not a predominantly known as an actor, no. but they're in a film, in a Star Wars film. Yeah. Oh. Um, no, it can't be because there's two of them. Is there two of them?
0: What do you mean? Uh, is, is, is this just one person? Like it's just one person oh, it's um, just okay. what do you mean as opposed to twins I thought you were going to drop like... in like William and Harry for their cameo. no no it's not William and Harry what boys um oh, I I'm going to have to write that down as a oh, question I've got
1: two left oh no you've got
0: three left you've I've got, got three left
1: right there's a geezer who's predominantly not an actor who is actually <laughs> in one of the films though in the sequel trilogy and that's all I know <laughs> Uh, just got, I'm going to kick myself or it's going to be the most ridiculous thing ever. Um, and, they're, and they're with the resistance. They're with the resistance. They're with the um, resistance. And they're definitely a human. So, um, uh, are they a human? Yeah. Damn, why did I waste that? Um, I'm sure I've already asked that. You've okay, got so the left. A human male with the resistance in one film. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I wonder if anyone listening knows who this is. They've probably it's done. Like, I hope not, because that's one of the biggest oddball ever. Yes,
0: I'm very sure we're still at where we you, we were, when you were. We really were
1: like ten questions ago. I still, all I know is there was the resistance. There was the
0: resistance. <laughs> yeah. Um... Right, I'm going to have to oh, throw out man. a couple of Hail Marys. See, I've got to think of one. Right, you've got to um, think outside the box, I think. Got to like, think you've, the box. you've gone down something that you've had to go down because you are something early on that is technically right. Yeah. Technically right? Yeah. Oh.
1: I uh, Stop the count. they was a resistance. They're not really an actor. Why do I feel like I should know this? Why do I feel like I should know this? Oh, man. Um, are they in The Force Awakens no oh, one left uh, you got one left mate oh, Right, this is it. I'm, just gonna, I'm, I'm going to say a name I'm going to think of a name I'm going to say box. it and I hope it's right outside yeah. the box yeah. they're either in The Last Jedi or The Rise of Skywalker with the resistance it's a geezer and that's all I know and it's a human male um, oh and they're not predominantly an actor oh no why they're do not- I feel like I should
0: they're not predominantly an actor.
1: well do I feel like I should actually know this? Um, You're going to kick yourself. If, you... who I think, if this is who I think it is, I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I can't believe I'm going to guess this name. Go on. Because there's people out there saying, really? After what this person's known for? Mark Hamill. Luke Skywalker. No! <laughs> Was two films? No! I thought you were going to say, "Oh, he's known as a voice
0: actor." as worked most yeah, by a lot of he, people. He's in, he's in all three for style. Star- oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> why, why
1: did you think Mark Hamill? I don't because as soon as you said he's predominantly known as an actor, like, and then no, you were like, "I th- well, kind of he's known not, as an actor." No,
0: no, no, he's not pro- predominantly known as an actor. And I thought I was like, "Well, he's done voice acting for like the last twenty-five years. Like, maybe no. people think that he's I not predominantly a clever... known as an, a- as an actor." He do you want to know who it was? Uh, I, You're going to no, kiss because, I have to because you asked, Matt. You were like, are they Are they in Star Wars? I was like, well, yeah, they were in Star Wars. Um, and you went down a spiral that I couldn't get you out of. It was Gareth Edwards. Oh, no. He was in The Last Jedi, wasn't he? He was in The Last Jedi. Oh. He was in The Last Jedi. Yep. And he looked at someone tasting the crate salt. That's it looked at it was like sustained. a bit of a judge, looked yeah. A general email of his name is, but name there is we like go, idiot. There we go, Matty boy. There we go. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm, I'm sorry. genuinely deflated by this. That was, that, <laughs> that was hilarious.
2: That oh, was hilarious.
0: That was hilarious. I can't though. believe it. Hopefully, the listeners enjoyed that. Hopefully, if that anyone was saw that, time. let us know.
1: Honestly, if you did get it, for, for real, let us know.
0: Yeah, let us know. Let us Man. know, and you know, we'll give you a, a cheeky thumbs up. Two thumbs up
1: yeah fr- yeah friend oh well I I'm, I'm honestly sitting here like I've got my, I'm slumped in my chair now like I can't believe the way that ended up I, I just didn't this isn't gonna go the way I think Mark
0: Hamill come on Oh bet better results next time Matty boy they're needed I shall, than I shall needed. take the L take two the deep. L we've played 320 questions I've got two of them badly wrong and one of them right
1: um on air anyway that is really, that's really upsetting, but Jabba the Hud will bounce back next time we do. 20 questions, I'm telling you that right now. But good, good game, though, mate. I always enjoy that. Oh, it's a pleasure, man. It's really a pleasure. your
0: turn next week.
1: Yes, it is my turn to try and Bamboozu you with one of my games. But speaking of next week, that is that. For this episode 106 of Star Wars Sessions, but the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker?
0: They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can search for us on socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Just search for Star Wars Sessions. We will be there. Send us a voicemail. Send us a cheeky message to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk.
1: Yeah, we're on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, stitcher tune in everywhere in the galaxy that you can find a podcast you're going to find us there and if you love our show please consider chucking five stars our way on your podcast provider of choice leave us a good review and head on over to podchaser.com it's the imdb for podcasts we're on there it's awesome so drop us a review if you have a spare 30 seconds because it helps us grow gives us more engagement with you guys which is the lifeblood of the show so thank you
0: once again and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell Gareth Edwards, tell your Ewok, tell your cousin. The more the merrier. Their castle spicy Spicier. Chicka Chicka.
1: Tell them that this is the podcast that you're looking for. So until next time from me,
0: see ya. And from Luke. May the force be with you always. Luke, 20 questions. 20 questions, Luke. Ooh. Chuck, <laughs> Chuck Yang. They are Essex based podcast heroes.
2: How do I know I can trust you? Because I'm your only hope. Tell that to
0: Kanja Club.